Back to the Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Wingstop on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. How dare you, text line. How dare you? Welcome back to the Ticket Water Cooler, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. The text line, 402-464-5685, lied to us. Yes. Anonymous Cubs fan says, Braylon Allen just entered the transfer portal. False, fake, fraudulent. But there is a lot of rumors about it, so maybe that's what he saw. He has not, and I don't think he will. (laughs) Because Jim Leonard is staying on as, I believe, defensive coordinator. And Luke Fickle's going to coach the bowl game. Yep. Very strange times at Wisconsin. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. But I think it was huge. Not as strange as uh, Louisville, though. Yeah, that's very strange as well. They've got former players not necessarily speaking too well on uh, Sattersfield as he leaves. Well, (laughs) they have to play each other. (laughs) I think he's coaching in the bowl game, and they're playing in the... Is he coaching in the bowl game? I think so. They're playing in the Fenway Bowl, and even better, they're on the same sideline. Mm. That'll be fun. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey, that's a, that makes a game worth watching there. That's going to be good. Yeah, so I'm definitely watching the Fenway Bowl now. Yeah, <laughs> which isn't not necessarily something you always do. No, uh, that's so. not something I really ever do. <laughs> Bowl game, Football games and baseball stadiums, not a fan. No? Not a fan. I liked it when it was like once in a while. Like every, If you do it like once every four years and it's kind of nice, it's, it's, it's something different. But we do it like four times a year now, uh, and there's like two bowl games. It, it's just... The Pinstripe Bowl, the Fenway Bowl. It's not as it's not as cool anymore. Nah, stop it, please. Although I do love Fenway, so there is that. Yeah, well, Koshy Dean. <laughs> and of course you like the Pinstripe Bowl. Yeah. Well no, I don't, but <laughs> No. It's just like New York City. Yep. Yeah. Uh what do they call it? What? New York City, uh Yankee Stadium. Yankee Stadium. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Just Yankee Stadium. Nothing. What was nothing the more, what was the more. old one? Old Yankee Stadium. Old Yankee Stadium. Well, it they just <laughs> called it that after they built New Yankee Stadium. Oh. It was just Yankee Stadium. It was also Yankee Stadium. Yep, they just they're not very creative. <laughs> no, but it gets you right to the point. So you can kind of like that as well. Yeah. Uh, a few things to get to. First of all, uh, we just did the the Heisman talk there. How about Coach of the Year? The coach Eddie Robertson, Coach of the Year finalists have been announced. Uh, Rico, I'll let you tell me who you think it is. Uh, Jeff Trailer at UTSA wants uh, at least a very long shot to become the Nebraska head coach. Shout Didn't out happen. UTSA. Uh, John Sumrall at Troy. I'm sure you've been following that one closely. Of course I have. Uh, Kirby Smart of Georgia. Okay. Lincoln Riley, USC. Okay. Jim Harbaugh, Michigan. He's going to win it. You think so? Yeah. Willie Fritz of Tulane. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Mike Elko of Duke or Sonny Dykes of TCU. How does Lance Leipold not get <laughs> Oh my goodness. How dare they? No respect. No How respect. How dare they? Because they knew he'd win it. That's why. I think yeah, and he even beat Mike Elko. I went to that game. Wow. Come on. And they still put Elko in a no Lance mm. Leipold. I think the, Sonny Dykes has to win how that, dare they? Oh, yeah. Sonny Dykes. Yeah. Definitely Sonny Dykes. Willie Fritz at Tulane does have a good, pretty good I do argument, like Willie Fritz. Shout out to Mike Schaefer. First year at TC. What's that shout Mike out Schaefer, Schaefer, big Willie Fritz Is fan. Is he a big Willie He's Fritz guy? He's a big Willie Fritz guy. Hmm. Anybody, anybody that has Mike Schaefer's number or anything, just text him and say, shout out to Willie Fritz for being nominated for Coach of the Year. <laughs> He'll know what you're talking about. So ultimately, you're going with Sonny Dykes. Yeah, I'm going with Sonny Dykes. Yeah, I think Sonny Dykes is if Sonny Dykes wasn't there, it was Harbaugh. Yeah, was was Harbaugh clear in a way the Big Ten, or would you? I, I yeah, thought I think Brett Bielema maybe. Nah, I think nah. They robbed him. If, the if Brett game. only lost like a game or two, because they lost three, right? I think they lost four. Four. Yeah, yeah, if they only lost one or two, maybe. Yeah. But nah, 
Yeah. Uh, the Huskers also have their first commitment of the Matt Rule era. We've been waiting. It's a class of 2023 wide receiver Bryce Turner, uh, 6'2", 165-pound receiver out of Bay City, Texas. Uh, interestingly enough, is is going to run track and play football at Nebraska um, and uh, is not necessarily too much on the radar for football. He's not even in 24-7. They don't even have him ranked. Um, as soon as Nebraska offers anybody, they'll get three stars. Yeah. Don't worry about it. He but. had like 800 yards and eight touchdowns in his yeah. senior season down there in Bay City. Um, but he's 6'2", about 180 pounds, runs about a 10-2, 100, and a 21-1, uh 200, which for anybody that doesn't know track and field times, that is some serious speed uh, coming from this guy. Again, 6'2", 180. Uh, hopefully it's a football scholarship uh, because track doesn't have a lot of scholarships to give out. So hopefully the football team is going to take that one because, I mean, you're losing a lot of players anyways and you're going to use them on your football team. Why not help the track team out a little bit and give him the scholarship that I way? Don't, I'm not sure if that's what they're thinking. Well, it makes sense. It makes yeah. sense. I mean, you have, a, you have a ton of scholarships. You'll be fine. <laughs> um but it's going to be really interesting. It's the kind of guy that that uh, Matt Rule would would get at Baylor. If you remember those Baylor teams, it was just speed, speed, speed everywhere. Um, maybe not the most polished on the football field, but that's something that you can coach. You can't coach speed, so you can't coach speed. So you got that coming in. You you kind of mold him the way that you want him to be. Um, whether he's a wide receiver or running back, because I guess that's what he was at Bay City, wide receiver, running back. So we'll see. I'm banking on wide receiver. Um, but we'll, we'll see what happens. But first scholarship commitment of the Matt Rule era comes out of the state of Texas. And I know people were complaining about Nebraska not recruiting Texas ever since they left the Big 12. Oh, yeah. Well, I think Matt Rule is going to get back into there. So. But what's uh, – and, and too, I, I mean, I'm not sure if this is going to be a, a football scholarship or not just because, like I said, he's, he's kind of – um, yeah, I would say underrated, but not rated on many of the recruiting sites. Um, but either way, it, it is interesting because this is of the recruits that Matt Rule is going to visit. There's a common theme for many of them, which is speed. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and for those guys, too, it seems to be that they are unheralded or underrated too he's so i don't know if you're looking at maybe you know your next trey palmer or whatever but even on if if this guy helps out on special teams or whatever it's just helping the team speed and and of course matt rule has been very you know uh straightforward about what he knows you know like he he seems to understand the big 10 in the strength aspect Mm -hmm. and fighting up there on the lines but that's again uh, i think that's the recipe for success at nebraska is to build that up and then, you know, get a few skill position players, get some safeties, especially when you're playing up against the other, you know, Ohio State speed, yep. um, to be able to keep up with these guys uh, and to just elevate the program. And and again, I don't know if it necessarily has to be your star players. If, if, if these guys are running down on kickoff and they get there faster than the next guy, you know, maybe you don't have to. You know, we talked a, spent a lot of time talking about starters on special teams and stuff like that. But if you legitimately have special teams demons that that have that are that can accelerate, uh, at, you know, in, in, or, or just get you know be better at that position, and mm-hmm. I, I don't want to pigeonhole them or anything, but I think there's going to be several guys kind of in this mold at Nebraska as Matt Rule tries to to elevate that, and and you know, at at some point, whether 
all these unheralded guys are, you know, just special teams players or not. You know, so a few of them are going to rise up and, and be that type of player that you can use on offense or defense. There's a lot of things that you can do with a speed with a speedster like that, and we'll see what Matt Rule is exactly going to do with that. But, I mean, you look at all the recruiting classes that he's had at Temple and Baylor. They, they weren't the most heralded. You know, they're not very high up there in terms of rankings. But what he does with them once they get here and what they are when they leave is is just astronomically different than what Nebraska's kind of been doing with their highly ranked recruiting classes the last few years. So if he can go out there and, and use the Nebraska brand to bring in more talented guys than he could at Temple and Baylor and do what he did at those two stops and develop them and, and you know, turn them into the – you know, see the unmolded clay of a player and mold that into the type of player that, that will help Nebraska win and eventually maybe possibly get that person to the NFL or to whatever, you know, just a better person in general um, – then Nebraska will see the benefits of, you know, maybe not extremely highly ranked recruiting classes. But again, I'm sure Matt Rule being the kind of guy that he is and being the the amazing speaker that he is, as we all saw at the opening press conference, uh, will be able to use Nebraska's brand to bring in more talented players and, and mold them into hopefully uh, championship level athletes. Well, again, too, I don't think – I mean, I, I've said this for years. I think Nebraska generally recruits itself to top 25, top 20, 30 classes. Um, the exception can be kind of these transition years. And so I, th- I don't think this is the year to really get too ex- excited or uh, frustrated about um, Nebraska's recruiting class. They're kind of having to piece it together. We saw today Ben Brommer, who was the first commit to this class at one time, mm-hmm. has now decommitted and flipped to Iowa State. It's hard to keep a lot of these guys – involved when you're the new guy Matt rules just you know freshly you know stepping on and if you're if you've been committed to Nebraska they always say commit to the school or whatever especially now with the transfer portal we'll see guys go to three different schools now mm-hmm. that's that's less the case you know more than ever now and so it's it's, it's going to be a transition class uh and but I think more importantly you know, you want to set that foundation, but that's always that's always the struggle for a year one coach. So I look at kind of the classes down the line, and that's where I think Matt Rule will, you know, jump back mm-hmm. in line with the top twenty five, top thirty classes. Um, but this one might be a little bit lower. But again, I think the transfer portal is going to be more and more important, not just uh, in college football as a whole, but at Nebraska because they have some, you know, of the addition of NIL funds to, to play oh, yeah. around with. There. Transfer portal class is going to be hopefully highly higher rated than your recruiting class because especially with how late in this in this um season how late in the process matt rule and his staff not even full staff are getting into this uh it's going to be hard to piece together a a highly rated recruiting class so yeah i think this is going to be a bunch of players that maybe they're looking at for further down the line i don't know how much these uh, and and I don't know how much you really look at it in terms of a high school class guys that'll help you right away. But these are going to be a lot of probably developmental guys or or you know attempting to keep some of the guys that were previously uh, committed to the school. I mean you've lost a couple, but trying to keep a couple of those and seeing if they fit your system. But then hit the transfer portal hard because as you said, it's it's you know that's kind of what college football is now. It's the transfer portal and, and you look into there and you try to find some guys that not only fit your system, but might be able to help you out next year and in, in whatever capacity that they can, um, especially with a, with a coach and a coaching staff getting into it as late as they are in terms of recruiting, uh, building those relationships back up before next week's early signing period. 
uh, is going to be extremely hard. So a transfer portal addition, um, a large transfer portal class uh, might be in the works for this Nebraska football team. Yeah, and I can't wait to see how that plays out. If you have been following along today, uh, Mosai Newsom has entered the transfer portal also off Nebraska and transfer portal news. Of course, Alex Kahn, Jalen Weaver, and Marquise Black uh, entered it yesterday. This following, you know, Brant Banks and, and, and Ernest Hausman, even uh, uh, IGC, who, who did it midseason. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, there, there's uh, there's several, I think, nine scholarship players now have entered the transfer portal for Nebraska. It might be ten if you include IGC, but uh, I don't know if you include that or not. Uh, but in any case, uh, this is the new yeah. world of college football. Most of these guys haven't been playing. Obviously, the biggest, uh, the, the you know, uh, Jalen Gould, who's a top, you know, you can lose some of these. He was our highest-rated recruit last in last yeah. year's class. So, I mean, that hurts, but uh, what I'm thinking as far as, like, like playing time, most I knew some might be right up there uh, outside of Ernest Hausman, who mm-hmm. is obviously, um, you know, and you kind of throw Brant Banks in there. He played sp- uh, sparingly along with Mosai Newsom, but Ernest Hausman's still the biggest loss for Nebraska, and uh, there's a lot of time left for the transfer portal, <laughs> so hopefully we don't see a whole lot more in that, but. Uh, well, hopefully we see the the opposite of that. Nebraska bringing in some transfer portal guys, and I expect to see that. By the way, did you see JT Daniels back in the transfer portal? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of starting quarterbacks in the transfer portal. Them. Yeah. It's almost as if maybe NIL might favor quarterbacks. Maybe they're leaving to get better deals at their current schools, or they're just leaving to leave. Maybe they, I mean, it's us being a, a, an older quarterback going to a team that maybe might be you know just a quarterback away from from – uh, winning big uh, that kind of benefits all these starters entering the transfer portal. It's really interesting and it's going to be really cool to see where all these guys will end up, especially the NC State quarterback. Yeah, it, I mean yeah, Devin Leary, JT Daniels, Kidon Slovis, these are all starters. They're not going somewhere for more playing time. No. <laughs> they're, just, they're going somewhere to win. They're going somewhere maybe to win or maybe to, to make more NIL money. I'm not sure, but uh, probably a combination of both. All right, we'll take a quick break. We will have the crossover coming up with Nick Sander jumping in the studio with us before we prepare for happy hour. We'll do that next year on 93.7 The Ticket.